Oh god, I spilled. Oh god. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ear Buddies. I am Ian Meyer, joined per usual by the purveyor of jugs himself, Scott El Guchador Kraus. How are you doing, Scott? Sup, man. Went, went. Not a whole lot. What have you been up to? How you How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Busy show week for me. Yeah, you're going to four shows this week. Four? I thought so. I mean, I'm seeing two. You're, I might. You're going to one tomorrow, right? Yeah. What was the other two? You've been to two this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Why do I know more about your show schedule than you? I don't know. I'm seeing Robin Hitchcock tonight. Um, nice. Of the Soft Boys and Robin Hitchcock and the Egyptians and Robin Hitchcock and the Venus Three. And I'm mm. seeing uh, Hieroglyphics on Monday. Nice. I've heard hip- you talk about that. Hip hop crew. They played uh for free. Or Souls of Mischief is part of the hieroglyphics crew. They played for free last two Fridays ago in Sacto. Um but Right on. I paid money to see them again. Good. Big fan. Hope it's a good show. Classic Oakland hip hop and classic UK folk. Combined? No. Oh, yeah. One night apart. <laughs> Both at Harlow's, the uh Often mentioned Harlow's on this podcast. Yeah, we do mention Harlow's a lot on here. Yeah, they should start paying us. Yeah. Hey, Harlow's, uh, reach out to us at earbuddiespod at gmail.com if you you know want to pay us for promotion. Yeah, you scratch our back, we'll <laughs> scratch yours. We already do it for free, but we'll do it more. <laughs> you need us, Harlow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they don't. They are doing just fine. I don't know why I'm saying that weird. <laughs> You okay? I don't think so. <laughs> Snap out of stroke. it. Uh, I haven't had too much going on, but my wife, uh, I'm going to tell you anyway. All right. You bitch. All right. Fine. Go ahead. My right. wife just Talks. graduated from a four-year. Amazing. Just graduated from Sac State. She's probably listening to this in the other room. She's silent. She might have actually taken off and gone to the store. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably uh, for the best. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Had the graduation ceremony last night, um, and it was it was pretty sweet. It was you know it's been a long, tiresome road, and she made that road her bitch. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's cool. It's a relief. Awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna have to repair that road. <laughs> uh, no, and we went out and uh, had some food and a beer with Shane, friend of the podcast, Shane. But yeah, other than that. Uh, you know, we haven't had a ton going on, but hopefully now we'll have time to spend together. Yeah. It'll be cool. Congrats. Yeah. I'm very proud. I'm a proud husband. You're the, yeah, you're like a grad dad. I'm a grad daddy. You're a grad poppy. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> what are we here to really talk about today? Uh, we are here to talk about a very uh, special album. Pile, green, and gray. That's right. And I, I kind of begged you to do this one. It mm. wasn't on our list, really. No, it kind of popped up, but you didn't have yeah. to beg that hard. I was I was optimistic about it. How, so how did you discover these guys? Are they someone that's been on your radar for a while? or Yeah, yeah well, for about a year. Um, okay. I mentioned them on the uh, highly anticipated episode that we did. I don't know what episode that was. We did an episode where we, we listed all of our most anticipated releases for the year um, at the beginning of this year, 2019. I put this one as kind of like an honorable 
I think I, it was more of an honorable mention. It might have been, yeah. Because uh, I I like this band. I had discovered them recently um, last year. They kept showing they kept showing up on my like streaming playlists, like curated playlists. It's just stuff that it's like right up my alley kind of stuff. But I didn't really get too hard into them um, aside from a couple songs. But I was like, hey, you know, they're they're releasing an album, so you know, I got I I gotta look out for it i'm i'm interested yeah what this is going to be like because i i did really like a couple songs a lot uh, i just couldn't get into their full albums at the time um okay so i kind of put it as like oh yeah and they had they had a single out at the time brux's grin and i thought that was a good song so i was just you know i, was, I had a medium hype for this but then the album came out and I'll just get into my initial thoughts, I guess. Now <laughs> yeah. we'll just. This episode's going to be nine minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Before I do that, did you know about this band at all? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Before you told me about them. Yeah, you probably didn't even remember from the anticipated because we, we we went through, through a lot it. of bands. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> this is one that I didn't expect to review on this show, just because it isn't really in the public eye. I guess it's not like a. It doesn't seem like a band that you and I would share. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of a me band. I put on this album completely like floored by it. I, my expectations were just exceeded more than my wildest dreams. I had no idea how good this album was going to be. So when I when it came out, I was I could not stop playing it. Uh-huh. Um, Those I, are the best I pushed, moments. Yeah, I kind of pushed to to talk about it because yeah, it was. It's just it. It blew me away. I was like completely, I had, I, you know, I, I don't know. I just, that's pretty much, that's where I'm at right now. I just want to talk about it. I just want to talk about it. It's just taking your breath away. I, you know, we listen to, this This show takes a while to prepare. I mean, you listen to an album you might not necessarily mm-hmm. like five, six times or whatever in a week. I had listened to this album like 10 times on my own free will and, yeah, and I'm just like, we gotta talk about this. Like an album like this doesn't come along that often for me. I don't usually yeah do that. So yeah, it's we'll talk. We'll go into detail about it in a bit. But uh, what are your initial thoughts? Here? Uh, let me run down the track listing real quick for Green and Gray. We have Firewood, Your Performance on a Bigger Screen, Other Moons, Hair, A Labyrinth with No Center, The Soft Hands of Stephen Miller. I have a lot of questions about that. Lord of Calendars, Bruxist Grin, A Bug on Its Back, My Employer, Hiding Places, and No Hands. 13 tracks of green and gray. <laughs> uh, my initial thoughts. Um, I liked it a lot more than I expected to. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, I wasn't sure what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but right off the bat with the song Firewood, I thought this was like a really good introduction to the whole album it's an it's just like yeah as soon as this out this song hit i was like whoa i was just ugh. it comes yeah it comes in real subtle and stuff and you know there's a lot of dynamic on the album but yes it is a raw album there's a lot of <laughs> raw elements but not in a bad way it's you know it's refined um in its own way but it still maintains kind of like a garage feel so the thing about this album and I put this in all caps, dynamics. Dynamics all uh-huh. over this thing. Just front to back, dynamics, just twists and turns. Yeah. In this one song, there's like four different sections, I feel like. It starts out uh-huh. like this, and 
it gets it gets fast it gets heavy it gets it's like somber it there's so many things to each song yeah um and a lot of this album feels like the songs kind of continue off of each other they do that's one thing i noticed too is there's some like a seamless track changes yeah and i feel like you don't really see that a whole lot anymore it's at so least, well crafted I, at least maybe i haven't come across it in yeah. a while uh, yeah like this right here when it just picks up this part yeah with the the horns sort of like in the back and the strings they have they have a lot of strings on this album too they do a bit yeah it is a strange album <laughs> there's a lot of stuff like that that just kind of can fly under the radar but then when you listen back you're like wait did they just do that yeah everything um, feels so meticulous and I, I, I think this is just such a passionate intro. It really sets the stage for the rest of the album too. Yeah, like it really sets you up for for a lot of cool stuff. Um, but like with this band, one of the things that stood out to me is the um, the singer gets a little pitchy on some parts, mm-hmm. but I kind of like it. Yeah how they kept it as opposed to, you know, really fine tuning some pitch correction on his vocals or something, because it, it maintains a lot of the fidelity of the music a bit for me. Yeah. And just, I don't know. It gives it that small venue feel that I like. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. I guess, I guess he's not like a professional caliber. There's just, no. And he sounds, he's a good vocalist. So there's just parts where it sounds like, Oh, he got a little off key there. And they didn't fix it, but I'm glad they didn't fix it. It's more truthful, I guess. It's more, uh, what's the word? I'm, help, help me out here. What's the word? I'm looking uh, for? It's honest. Just, I don't know. Mm. Uh, next. <laughs> Try again. Um, en- endearing. Endearing. Hmm. We're getting there. Give me another one. Uh, you're asking me to think of words? Yeah, to put in my mouth so I can say it. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I can't even think of words to Did put I- in my mouth. <laughs> You're better at it than I am. Um, something that I we we kind of jumped into this, and that's my fault. But I, I want to mention that this band uh, was originally a solo project for the singer Rick McGuire. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if this uh, lineup is is um, updated on Wikipedia. I think that two of the members quit or something for the mm. release of this album. They moved from Boston to to Nashville. Um, but Rick McGuire and the drummer Chris Cuss are still are still in the band. And according to Wikipedia, the other members are Chappie Hole and Alex Molini. I'm not sure if those are <laughs> Chappie Hole. Chappie Hole, Chris Cuss. You can't you can't make it. You can't make these <laughs> names up. Chappie Hole. Yeah, that, that that one's kind of a. I hope he's not in the band still. I wonder I'm if that's kidding. his. I'm. Just, I don't know why I'm so flabbergasted by. Chappy Hole. Just the name Chappy is a little, little off-putting. It sounds like Chapped Hole. Come on, let's let's be real here. Uh, didn't think about that. Chapman Hole. We can move on. So Firewood is the opener, but then it kind of goes flat, like seamlessly into the next song. Your performance. A lot of the songs will just pick up like they'll they'll continue this drone and kind of pick up exactly where the last one left off like i i definitely feel like your performance while not necessarily a, a highlight by any means it's kind of just a 
a mood piece. Like this uh-huh. album feels like it's orchestrated like kind of a, a classical arrangement. Yeah. In in like a alt rock kind of style. Uh-huh. Which I think is like so interesting. Um, each song goes through so many different things and there's songs that feel like there's like three songs within the same song. Like they do like yeah. the paranoid android type of thing. Ah. Uh, where it's like it feels it feels like they wrote different songs and cram them together I ha- while listening to this album i had a bunch of moments where i did either i didn't realize that i was listening to the same song during certain changes like oh this is the same song and then other times where i didn't realize it had moved on to a, a, another song yeah next track it happens through like the whole album like there's like only a couple times where it it's like okay this is ended and this has begun i right. feel like I think a good example of the uh, Paranoid Android thing is a song, uh, Lord of Calendars. So it starts out very hard and heavy. Yeah, Yeah, they can go soft on this and then they can do some crazy... Goes into this here. And this song is a little like Radiohead coming up. Yes. Yeah. It does. I like this part a lot. And then it goes back to the weirdly epic out of nowhere yeah i think that's just awesome i can't get enough and i've been playing the shit out of this album and i can't i'm not getting sick of it so it's good i'm putting all my cards on the table right now um (laughs) why don't you take over a little bit do you have any uh any other kind of opening yeah so uh i mean i i kind of went over some of my thoughts uh here's an odd one that i that i noted uh while listening to it earlier it's kind of reminiscent of uh, My Morning Jacket in a way. Huh. Different kind of style, I guess. But I think I mean that more in like a production. Okay. Uh, the production of it. Um, it's got kind of a... Shit, man. How do I describe it? Uh, um, I didn't get that at all. Stuff. But... Yeah. It not And it, it doesn't sound necessarily like My Morning Jacket, but... Mm-hmm. You know, one of their albums they recorded in like a big warehouse and at live. They say recording it live, which is all instrumentation at the same time, everybody at the same time, as opposed to, you know, recording the drums first, then the bass and then guitar or whatever and layering it. Okay. So, so uh, when I think of that type of style, I think of uh, Steve Albini. Okay. Who did uh, In Utero. He did Surferosa by the Pixies. Mm hmm rid of me by pj harvey he did they always record the drums in like a spacious type of yes. thing yeah and i got a lot like a heavy i even wrote that in my notes on one of as songs. soon as you mentioned in utero i was like yep that's a good yeah <laughs> that's a good so draw his drums always sound like that it always sounds like live live drums yeah and the definitely this album is, is reminiscent of that i actually wrote that on uh the song soft hands of stephen miller Mm-hmm. Um, very Al- I wrote it's Albini style drums the recordings of these songs aren't necessarily the cleanest recordings no but they sound great and I think that if the production was just a little bit tighter on that end this would be like great for me okay but something about it kind of sounding like it is in a spacious area for each one was like just a little bit I don't even want to call it a drawback but it kind of just comes like, down to preference, I guess. Because yeah. I actually love that. I think that's You'd, something yeah. I, I wouldn't change. I think I prefer for it sure. like that. Yeah. I just I think that for every song to be kind of like sound that spacious and kind of 
it, it started to sound a little clustered for me. Mm-hmm. I'll think of a better way to explain it after we're done recording, as is as tends to happen. <laughs> yeah, you'll get a text from me later. Fuck, I should have said it this way. But I will. <laughs> and then we can post that on Instagram. But yeah, some of it just started to sound a little bit clustered to me, I guess. And mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's you know not enough to really take a whole lot away from me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You know, I think some of the some of the tonal qualities started to kind of grate on me a little bit. Uh, I don't have any prime examples of that at the ready, but at certain points, is like ah, I was getting some like kind of ear fatigue. But you know, mm. that could change from setting what? to setting, vocally or instrumentally. Uh, just overall. Oh, okay. When when everything's going at once, something about it kind of gave me a little bit of. There's a lot of layers to this album. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is just personal preference, I guess. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, I have very little complaints about this album. I feel like um, if I'm going to complain, it would probably just be in that it can be a little cryptic lyrically. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not necessarily 100% sure what he's talking about, but that could just be on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But other than that, I feel like, the way that they crafted this album to flow so flawlessly and and the way that they managed to balance all of the changes and like the dynamics in, in rock and roll to have dynamics like this all over the place and calculated sounding. And it's like, is if a conductor is, you know, doing the hand motions to like go up or down, like (laughs) it it have like decrescendos or, and stuff even. And it's like, to do that and still have songs that I feel like singing along to uh-huh. still have earworms and still, and they have multiple changes in the same song. You don't know when songs end or begin. It's, I think it's like a feat. I, I haven't heard a rock album like this in a long time. I think um, hmm. it's just a very impressive mind blowing. I, I think it's, un- I think it's very underrated. I think people are overlooking this album. I think that's fair. I think it's starting to, People are starting to realize yeah. that this is a special album. I'm coming from somebody who is like lukewarm on this band. Like I I like them. I never disliked them. I always thought that they were good, but it's like I'll put on a few songs and then oh okay, I'll do something else. This album I I cannot stop listening mm-hmm. to this album. I think I'm with you on having little complaints on this. I think any complaint I have about this album is more personal preference. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like a rigid critique or complaint mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I mean, I, you know, yeah, you know, like even the production, like my critique about the production, like, okay, that might be more of a personal preference thing. Yeah. If it was just a little bit cleaner and maybe not everything sounded as spacious as it does, maybe I would dig it more, but, you know, maybe not. If it, was too tight maybe i'd be like oh it needs to have more of a open feel yeah it's just good like i wrote so many notes i wrote notes about every single song Mm -hmm. but really it's like where do i even start i just (laughs) it's so it's so great well we did number one and number two go to number three all right number three (laughs) on a bigger screen on a bigger screen screaming pounding driving jehu style remind me a lot of the band drive like jehu uh, I wear their shirt a lot. Yeah, I've uh, seen that. Heavy and dark sounding, intense, drops out to strip down guitar, brushes and strings. Incredible. That's what I read about on a bigger screen. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, and the ones that sound kind of more like this, yeah, I'm not into as much, but it is more like a personal preference, I think. More like a punk type of thing. Yeah. I just... Like when, this feel. When the vocals I'm, I'm come not, in... I'm not into this type of feel. This... this So passionate. It's like intensely passionate. I haven't heard anything delivered like this in years. It reminds me of... What it, it reminds me a bit of some Melvins. This is Am like I Drive wrong? Like Jehu to me. I'll play you some Drive Like Jehu right now. Whatever happened with the vocals there, I think, give me a little Melvin's feel. This is Drive Like Jehu. Drive Like Jehu. Something like driving like that. Like a little a, bit, yeah. A little bit. But it, it gave me vibes of this. Um, it's like a repeating, really intense riff. <laughs> yeah, just like a... Definitely not this intense, but uh huh. I don't know. I, I don't see where know, you're man. coming from, though. But then it drops out to just like so, like this. Like what is yeah. this? What out of nowhere? Some, maybe some ebo in the background. One of these songs has some whammy pedal going on, and I like me some whammy pedal, Scott. <laughs> Let me tell you. Is it the? Is that like a guitar solo at the end? Uh, I couldn't figure out There's an effect on one of these songs I couldn't figure out And maybe you could help me with that Just a freaking great <laughs> Just so freaking great Just hit all the all the bullet points for you Yeah I I just like The last couple weeks I've been kind of Like oh what should I listen to oh, I can't listen to this again And I'm like why not <laughs> I've had that with some, with some albums Yeah I think we all have actually That's a dumb statement of me <laughs> Hey, oh. I've done that too. Okay, the the effect is in hiding places. We're jumping all over the place with this That's one. That's all right. It's all good. We always do. Yeah. <laughs> this song is super long at seven minutes and something. Yeah. But this is like a cool jam. This the that, the key changes in this little solo here that just like it keeps changing. So he's not whammying. Okay. What but is there it? may be some like octave generation going on in there. Okay. Which I'm very partial to. <laughs> so triumphant. At, it, yeah. <laughs> that's a good word for it. I want to like this this should be my entrance music. It, this one was one of the ones that actually reminded me of some sort of my morning jacket thing, but I don't I can't explain why. This might be the most like oh, like blatant solo on the album. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I liked that a lot. There's just there's a lot of little moments sprinkled throughout this album. It's hard to um, single out individual tracks for me, mm. just because like every song had so many different things going on. And I see that I, I kind of looked at RateYourMusic.com as like a reference. What are people thinking about this album? Because uh -huh. I, I haven't seen too many formal reviews. Um, and there's like comments like, oh, you know, I play this album and, but, and I like it when it's on, but when it's off, I don't know, you know, what happened kind of thing. I think yeah. it's because there's so many different changes. I can't relate to that. I feel like, um, when this is off, I'm thinking about the hair. I'm thinking about other moons. Like there's vocal, there's vocal things that stick with me. I don't, we're already jumping around like crazy. I feel like maybe it's time we just uh, we single out individual tracks. Yeah, we um, can. Do you have any track picks for this album? I think Hair might have been one of my standouts, actually. Hair, hair is the first song that just really hit me. I thought this, this was a pretty cool song. Yeah. Um, I think I get what, 
what people are saying of when it's on this is cool when it ends and it's over i'm kind of like what happened i think i can understand that yeah i understand where people are coming from for me and not personally, in a bad way yeah for me personally i get it but like i i had this song stuck in my head as soon as i listened to this album hmm. um and yeah and i never got i never ended up having any of these songs really stuck in my head when i was listening through the album I'm thinking, yeah, this is really cool. And then when it ended, I'm like, oh, I don't even know which ones I liked just now. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's a little overwhelming in, in some ways. I did like the vocals on this, though. Yeah. Well, it's like this this chorus, like, I got some hair there. Hang on. You know, it's coming up. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> I'll point out when it comes up. tangled mess this thing right here it to, to in my ears this is like a really it sounds like defeated like he's kind of depressed but also like there's kind of a sweetness to this mm-hmm. it feels a little like I don't know I can't describe it it's a little like complex but yeah it, that, that this this line really got stuck in my head though I don't know what it means, but <laughs> maybe we don't need to know what it means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's stuck in your head and you like it, then mission accomplished. But yeah, it, it's another one of those tracks that just really um, logically builds. There's another band called uh, Bedhead that I remember loving for their dynamics, where it's like you didn't even realize that they were building because it was such a it was such a subtle crescendo. But then they would get to the end, and it was like so obviously different. Uh-huh. Um, this band has been doing that on this this album for me a little bit, where uh, it's like, yeah, this song start really quiet, like hair starts really quiet, and it gains some strings, and um, yeah, dynamics. I'm I'm just as I as I listen to more things and get older, I I feel like that's something that I always grab onto now. That's like my thing right now. It's like the American football we were just talking about. Uh-huh. We just reviewed American Football's LP3. No dynamics. Yeah. And I left that album feeling like, man, what could they... They, You know, it just felt a little lacking. Um, uh-huh. If they had crescendoed or dropped out or had any sections like, like on this album, I think it just improves albums like so much. It's such an underrated thing um, for, for rock. Anyway, so that was, that was one of your track picks, Hair. Yeah. I thought that one was really cool. My, I'll save my number one for last because I have a feeling that, oh, they're not going to line up. Never mind. I'll save my number one for later. I think another one was my employer. That was another one of my picks. Ooh boy, we're we're lining up right now. Look at us, two boys lining up with our picks. Thanks for the coffee, by the way. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. We went to Mimosa House before this record. We got a lot of starch in our system. Yeah, I feel pretty good. I'm not as much in the food coma as I was worried we were going to be. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like an obese man, but at least I'm caffeinated. <laughs> we're doing all right. We had a good time. We're having a we're having a fun day. <laughs> we're going to have a great old time. Yeah. We're we're okay. A lot of my picks were the more somber yeah. moments. I, I love like, when they drop out like in my employer. Yeah. Feels just like so passionate and emotionally raw. Um this this song felt great, and then there's a section when the song builds that I keep coming back to. Um, 
There's a okay. The lyric, this one here. Found fire when I was twelve. That lasted over twenty years, and I can't count. I can count on one finger the people who can hurt me now. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but it just went combined with this build. It feels so significant. Yeah. And like touching for some reason. God. It's like you. I think I know what he's talking about. And this song is obviously like, I think maybe the most straightforward lyrically on the album. Mm-hmm. It feels like okay, I'm I'm getting older, you know, work and. I wish I was a better lyricist. Yeah, that's my weakest point in songwriting. And I don't often pay attention to that aspect. But, it, yeah, I don't know. It, th- that that build really struck me. Yeah. No, that's. That's a great song. I, I I liked that one a lot. And like, one thing I wanted to bring up actually was the song "A Labyrinth with No," "A Labyrinth with No Center." Mm-hmm. Um, this song is kind of it's not all over the place. Yeah. But it hits some crazy plot points, if you will. Yeah. It starts off like this, nice and calm, and then it builds up, and then about three minutes in, there's a crazy turnaround. Yeah. I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. So let's let this soak in for a second here. Here's a nice little feel, a little kind of ominous. Uh huh. Kind of, uh, you know. There's some like. Yeah. There's some uh, some little oohs and ahs. Maybe more oohs than ahs. Here it comes, I think. No, we got two more minutes. <laughs> this is not the part you're talking about. No. Oh, okay. But this is also unexpected. Yeah. I would say this is not something I would expect a song to do. This reminded me of a little bit of some Radiohead action off yeah. OK Computer. This is Paranoid Android-esque. Paranoid Android-esque. <laughs> this album is Paranoid Android. Yeah, if you like Paranoid Android and you want a whole album of like <laughs> heavier rock versions of that. <laughs> um. The part that stood out to me was about three minutes in. Let it simmer. It kind of calms down a little bit. It's it's traveling. It's getting you to where you need to go. This part's so cool. Yeah, I like that. Seeing it's not like, ooh-ohs. Right now. <laughs> like in uh, oh, this. Yeah. yeah. The bass just comes in like that, the it drums. ass, yeah. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah. It's rolling out of nowhere. Everything drops out, too. This is like Sonic Youthy. Is it now? It is. Is it, do you say? I say it, I stick into it. Do you say that it is? You want me to keep going? Uh huh. It is. I'm all hopped up on this coffee now, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just having a good time rolling. I regret this. Um, oh, God, I spilled. Oh, God. Okay, we're good. Any others? Yeah, my number one. Do you want to know my number one? Oh, yeah. Top song on the album? Yeah. Bruxist Grin. Okay. You know, that's a honorable mention for me. Damn it. I kind of thought that you were going to be like, that was my number one, too. That song. This song rules. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, this was the initial single for the album. The first single they released. This feels like a straight up British invasion song to me. Yeah, there's something about this guitar line. Hundred like, percent. And the uh, 
the tambourine in the background. Like, Even the vocals here. Yeah. Was it um, not the Who? No, not the Who. What? <laughs> yeah, what band am I thinking of? Anyway. Uh, monkeys? Is that what you're thinking of? I'm not thinking no. of monkeys. I can't think of what I'm thinking of either, but I'm just trying to help you out <laughs> with some lukewarm suggestions. Oh, shoot. What's this band? It's going to kill me. Never mind. Yeah, this this song is tight. Uh, <laughs> when he goes, when it breaks out too with the Scott, this song is so tight. Yeah, the uh, the drums there. That's an awesome drum line. Anyway, yeah, I'm not gonna imitate it. Chris but. Cuss, I think, I think yeah, people when they talk about this band, they mention him a lot. The drummer. Uh huh. I think I could see why. It's a very yeah uh, why yeah. Very cool uh, drumming, unconventional drumming in this. I love this. Oh shit! I just paused. It's okay. <laughs> just know I love that part. Okay. Come, you guys can can listen to it at home. Um, it's just I wrote down that it's got some earworms. You could sing along, and then the song segues out of that too into the next song. But um, anyway, that's just it's just like how the album is. So yeah. Uh, so that's your number one. That's my number one. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was really cool. And I didn't know that that was like a single of theirs. Mm-hmm. So now that I know it was the single, I'm like, oh man, I should have picked a different Well, album. I mean like what is a <laughs> single for an album like this? It's not like they're yeah. releasing music videos or or whatever. I don't even yeah. know if they released a physical single. But still, yeah, it's a, it's an awesome song. I, it, it makes the most sense as a single because it kind of feels like a, the centerpiece of the album. To yeah, it, I it, agree. Because that opening line is just so sudden and different very like you were saying british yeah I, I don't i don't know what it is yeah that makes it sound like that but um so for me my, my uh my employer and hair we went over lord of calendars was uh one of my uh standouts what i liked about this song was and we already talked about it was the this was very paranoid android to me yeah where the most like I don't know. It sounded very Radiohead-y to the to me. This song, not this part, of course, but like <laughs> uh, classic Tom York. Yeah, yeah. Coming Tom in York with, coming in with the growl. But yeah, we already talked about this part. I love yeah. I love that part, and then then it builds out in the end where it just gets epic for no freaking reason. That was one of my picks. I love I love the progression in that song. Uh, my other I picked a lot of songs. Two more. Um, the ending of this album. So between the last two tracks, Hiding Places and No Hands, I think this album ended beautifully. Um, mm. Hiding Places felt like, you know, they teach you about like Shakespearean plays where it's like there's five acts uh-huh. and like there's like a climax and the the rest of it is like getting over the climax like the the resolution the resolution or resolve maybe yeah i feel like the term they used yeah i feel like hiding places is the climax and uh and no hands is the is the resolution so yeah hiding places um it's hmm, a good way to put it. it it's a very awesome huge climactic track it starts out like that it just sounds huge to me. Um, and then it kind of drops out. But yeah, it just feels like very triumphant and powerful. Um, 
This was the one with the crazy ass, like, this thing. Yeah. And this is, like, right at the end of the song. And then it, like, drops out and he's doing this thing where he's just, like, yelling into this ether. <laughs> it just feels, like, so cathartic. The song, uh, it, it feels like a release of all of the emotions kind of before it on this album. Um, and are they, then, are they coming to town anytime soon? They're coming to Reno. I'm com- I'm seeing them. Reno. When is that? June. In June. June. It's on a Monday. They're playing Tuesday in San Fran and Monday in, in Reno. Oh. I'm probably going to see them in Reno. You're welcome. Tag along. I kind of want to. The <laughs> tickets are only like 10 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm most likely in. Just got to see if I can get that uh, Tuesday off or something. Yeah. I'd love to see them live. I want to stress how awesome it is between these two tracks. So this is the end of the hiding places where he starts like screaming and then no hands. It's just like, like after the flood. Kind yeah. of. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like the dust settles and yeah. it feels very like somber. I keep using that word for this. Review. You're very passionate about this album. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been listening to the crap. Out it's of pumping it. me up. <laughs> And and then, yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been listening to this album so much. It, I feel like, yeah, I'm starting maybe to feel I'm, self-conscious. Maybe about I'm it. like overthinking <laughs> it. I'm wondering. No, but I think you're. I think you're on the money with a lot of this. The 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 line in this song that got me, um, and it's kind of the chorus of this song. This is the outro. No hands. Uh, anything too stupid to be said is sung. Interesting. I feel like that's like it feels like a mission statement or something to uh-huh. me. It's like after all this album, it's like a double album. They finish, they get this huge climactic thing with uh, with hiding places. Then it's just him in like a here. It just if uh, it's like a very I don't know sad saddening delivery of that I guess yeah this feels like a very emotional album overall and I don't necessarily know exactly what they're going for as far as like personal issues or or statements I don't know if there's something tying all these tracks together but they feel so cohesive naturally instrumentally that I can't help but feel like all of the emotions and everything kind of gets funneled down into that statement. Um, <laughs> uh, and that's just maybe my, me reading into it, but um, no. it's just a really great and satisfying ending. I'm going to be blasting this album at work tomorrow now. <laughs> yeah. Think about, think about it like that. I mean, really what you listen to, anything you listen to is as good as you want it to be if you if you connect on an album like i've connected with this album it can have more meaning than it i i want to think that they they thought about they thought this through too i don't know if that's the mission statement but i just like it just sounds like it It feels like it to me that's that's i'm i'm (laughs) making it ask him yeah hey michael (laughs) i forgot his name already i forgot the last name rick Oh, fuck. <laughs> Michael. Hey, hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. You're Michael now. You're Michael. Michael McGuire. So, is this the mission statement? What gives? 
Um, yeah. I uh, have very little to no uh, complaints about this album. I feel like it's one of the best albums I've he- heard in years. Mm. I might even like it more than Daughters. I think it's probably better. Wow. Yeah, I, I feel like I will listen to this album more than I listened to um, the, the latest Daughters album. I adored that album, too. I can't see myself getting sick of it. I don't know. You know, they hit they hit my soul strings. <laughs> they I definitely can't, did. It's like... Yeah, this is for for me. I yeah. Everything about this album is great. I can't I can't fault them. Um, aside from maybe just like some, like okay, what are you going for here? I don't know lyrically. I wish I knew a little bit of like a something that tie it together to to verify that I'm not just like blowing uh-huh. smoke in their ass or whatever with the epic uh, <laughs> epic descriptions I'm giving I'm giving it. But yeah, it just feels so epic. So whatever. That's fair. It's it has been I guess it's been a while since I've really connected with uh something like that. It yeah. just unexpectedly pumps you up. Well, no. Painted Ruins, Grizzly Bear. Yeah. That's how that was for me. The whole it, album? Uh okay. Maybe not the whole album. Majority of the album. Enough yeah. of the album. I guess it's been a while since an entire album I've connected with like that yeah where every single song is like god damn this and, one smacks this one bangs and if i was like super hyped for this maybe i would like it less but the fact that it like blindsided me where it's like yeah i'm i'm in, i'm i'm looking forward to it but then i listen to it and it's just bl- like blows every like everything i had in anticipation out of the water like everything yeah. i thought it would be it was that times 10 there's been albums that i really connected with and loved all of if not like majority of the songs on there from bands that you and other members of the group have made fun of me for liking so i'm not <laughs> even going to bring up those albums right now <laughs> we all know you have a okay no it's not a corn thing <laughs> okay it's okay if it was. Mm, there are corn albums that... Uh, okay, some of those apply, yes. But that's not what I'm talking about. We can move on. <laughs> I I have nothing... I think I've exhausted everything. I, well, I, I could say more. I have way more notes, but... I mean, I just think of new ways to say how much I like each song, basically. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. You, you, uh, You're about to plagiarize your own... Your own works. <laughs> yeah. Your own statements. Yeah, before we get into our final thoughts, I forgot to do this at the beginning. You brought me a little candy. I got you a candy. What, uh, <laughs> what, it, what is this? What is this I'm about to try li- live on the pod right now? Uh, I got that from work. Someone at work went to Peru and they brought back these like bags of candy made out of coca leaf, which eucalyptus coca, coca candy leaf which for those who don't know is what they make cocaine out of so i'm about to get fucked up on this candy yeah you think the caffeine is doing it you're about to you know i'm about to die have some serious upper i'm getting pumped up for the game of thrones series finale tonight have fun i'm not i haven't watched the last two episodes so we're gonna get caught up on that and then watch the series series finale I have only watched the first two episodes. We're like opposite. Well, good for you. All right, exact I'm going to try opposites. this Peruvian candy now. It's green. It looks weird. It looks kind of uh, like a light baby poop green. 
flawless description. Should I smack this into the uh Yeah. Microphone? Squish that around and, and pull that thing right close to your mouth. Ooh. Getting chills, folks. ASMR. <laughs> People are shut the pot off now. People don't like mouth sounds. <laughs> I might be one of them. After I just like gushed about this album, they, they know what I'm gonna rate it probably. Yeah. It tastes kinda like a cough drop. It is like a cough drop. It's eucalyptus. Okay, well, it's not very candy-esque. It's more cough drop-esque. They had three flavors. They had just the coca, they had the eucalyptus, and then they had like ment- menta, which is like mint. Mint? Yeah. Okay. I had all three, but that was the only one that was left in my pocket. So I, yeah. If you- if you, uh, <laughs> So you slid it into my pocket and now you, I'm eating it. Yeah, now you're eating it. Um, Those are the order of events. Just imagine that without the cough drop aspect. It's just like a sweet, like kind of like a green tea flavor. Yeah. Uh, with it's not the, bad. With the coca leaf. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. What, what would okay. you rate that out of uh, uh, Peruvian uh, Coke Lords? Out of Peruvian Coke Lords. Hmm. 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 I would give it maybe like. Uh, I don't know, because it tastes a little too cough droppy for me. Yeah, it's not so very good candy. That's impacting it. <laughs> uh, I'd give it like maybe a 4.5 Coke Lords. So like maybe <laughs> one of them. Uh, Among the weirdest uh, scales I think we've yeah. done. Peruvian Coke Lords. There's four Peruvian Coke Lords. And then uh, the other 0. 0.5 is, uh, you know, he, uh, he had an unfortunate accident. I just like. I like the, uh, I'll give it four and a half Coke Lords. <laughs> just Coke Lord. Coke Lords. Coke Lord is just a a great combination of words. Do Coke Lords still exist in the world? I'm sure they do. Have they moved on? In Latin America. Beyond Coke? Is Coke even still relevant? Is it all just heroin and meth now? People do Coke. Yeah, I think uh, Coke is just a rich... I think it's more of like a rich suburban drug at this point. I feel like it's more hmm. one of those things just like, yeah, bro, I'm doing coke. Like my uh Uber driver back from uh, the graduation thing yesterday said that uh he had a lady try to sell him coke. Hmm. One of his customers. I heard it's awful. It's like an awful experience. Like you right, feel yeah. great, but then you feel like reciprocal afterward. Like it's just like how great you feel is how bad you feel afterward. Uh, so people keep, it lasts like no time at all. And then you keep doing it. Yeah. And then the more you do, the worse you feel later. I wonder what it feels like afterwards. Like hangover. Apparently it's thing? just, it's just hell. It's just, just the shitty. worst. Yeah. I've heard that all Coke does is make you want more Coke. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. You want more because when, as soon as you start crashing, it feels like crap. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Anyway. 4.5 Peruvian Coke Lords for this candy. Beautiful. So how many Peruvian Coke Lords do you give this album? <laughs> Final thoughts. Peruvian Coke Lords for Green and Gray by Pile. Uh, ch -ch -ch -ch. You know, I'm having a hard time giving this one a rating because I think a lot of what impacts the album is personal preference. Mm, that's Pref eucalyptus, not mint. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> did what i said didn't make any sense but you said pref mints and there's like a mint version of the coke candy so any opinion i had of this album uh 
I think, like I said before, I think a lot of critiques on this album for me is just kind of boils down to personal preference. Yeah. Um, even hearing you talk about it actually kind of pumped me up for it a little more. <laughs> it's not often that I like have expression in general. <laughs> uh, you have preference. You generate, you emote. Do I? You have emotion. Some people don't think I do. But then you've also got some uh, monotone habits. Yeah. And that's all right. That's okay, too. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm not so, going to fight you about this. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking argue with you, Scott. <laughs> Lay off. Peruvian Coke Lords for this album. I think I'm going to have to go with seven Peruvian Coke Lords. Pretty good score. I think that it was a good album. I don't know that it was a necessarily fantastic album in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I liked it, and I have a feeling that several months from now, I'm going to come back to it at some point within the next several months, I should say, and my score is probably going to be different in my head. Honestly, I'm surprised at that score. I thought you would go way lower. I think that if it hit me... Oh, you thought I'd go lower? Yeah. Uh, At first, I thought I was going to go lower, too. Yeah, this but, isn't your type of thing. No, and I'm kind of trying to push that aside. I am trying to kind of give it a better score based on, on what I feel it's worth. Okay. I think that it's, and maybe it just didn't hit, it, it just didn't hit me the proper way. Yeah. But I think it could. Okay. I think, you know, similar to like what happened with James Blake. I think I mentioned this on another podcast, the song Mile High or whatever with Travis Scott. Yeah. I, that was one of my like bottom of the list songs on that album. And then I had a weird moment where I was not really in a good headspace, and that song was playing, and it fucking hit me in just the right way. It was like just the right life experience for that song to be playing, and now I love that song. Right? Yeah. I think something like that's gonna happen with this album. Hopefully, not like a negative experience though. Hey, and that's that's uh like a secret goal of mine with this podcast is to expand your horizons. Yeah, and I'm trying to narrow your horizons. <laughs> narrow my horizons? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty evil. My, I think one of my goals on here is maybe to to get you to like a song from a band that I like that you've always given me shit for. One of the bands. Something for you to be like, you know what? This one was cool. I actually like that song. I'll try to open my mind enough for that to happen. Please do. I have a pretty open mind when it comes to music. I just like to trash you. Do. You do. I know. It's more of a personal thing. I think Jordan might trash more of my music than you do. Yeah. Calling you out, Jordan Anderson. Friend of the podcast, Jordan Anderson. Our, uh, our Utah listener. Um, And Utah guest. He's been on here a few times now. Yeah, yeah, two or three times. No. We have him on anymore. It's going to have to be Ear Buddies featuring Jordan Anderson. Shoot. We have to start paying him. Damn. Um, we don't even pay us. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's more of a negative expense at this point. <laughs> so I will I will do my rating now. Uh, Please indulge me in your rating. What more to say about Pile, Green, and Gray? Just incredible. Dynamically, uh, the connection and flow between songs is like, what the hell? It's It, it blew me away. Uh, feels so calculated and... And uh, ranged, everything was so uh, orchestrated. 
felt great. Uh, twists and turns, satisfying payoffs, uh, very passionate album. Made me feel passionate. Uh, <laughs> it made me feel things for once. Um, In your pants? Pants, face. Chest? Chest. Palms? Yeah. When I listen to this album, my knees are weak and my palms are sweaty. Uh, God, hearing you describe this album is making my knees weak. <laughs> Good thing you're sitting down, buddy. Um, yeah, and it's also like weirdly catchy. I think despite it's like twists and turns and craziness, the no song, only a couple songs really do the same thing from beginning to end. Um, it's it's just weirdly everything works. Um, even when the sections don't necessarily seem like they would make sense, they do. Nothing really uh, sticks out too uh, aggressively in a bad way. So I can't get enough. I think it's the album of the year so far. Possibly the best album I've heard in years from a new uh, release. Best new release I've heard in a while. And yeah, I didn't have many expectations going in and coming out of it. I'm saying all this stuff. So uh, I can't recommend it enough. So everyone listening to this who doesn't know anything about Pile, any of that sounds okay, sounds good to you, just give it a listen. I Please. Um, I'm going to give it nine Coke Lords. Nine Coke Lords. Nine Coke Lords. I think that's 0.5 less than you gave Daughters. Uh, daughters, did I give it a 9.5? I thought I was like... I think you did. I thought I was like, oh, I was thinking about giving it a 9.5, but I'm going to give it a nine. I thought you gave it a 9.5. Maybe it, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you did give it a nine. Well, if I didn't give it a nine, I'm gonna give daughters a nine now retroactively, uh, and this one a nine too. I would do like a nine point one for this one on my current feelings, but I don't want to rate too aggressively high, even though it's a very high rating. Yeah. So okay, I like them both about e- equally at the time of release. We'll see how they age. Um, okay. Yeah. I want to retcon my uh my candy score. <laughs> lower. It's lower. It's yeah. like a three point five or a four. It's only four cork coke lords. Four, yeah, four coke lords down from four four point five. Not not a very good candy. Four cork loads. I'd rather I'd rather eat a halls. Yeah. No, actually, I'd rather eat that than a halls. So yeah, four coke lords, Peruvian coke lords for that candy. I'll call you up later when the when the coca coca effect starts uh, taking over you. Okay, sounds good. You got to rub it on your gums first. That's your problem. Oh, you're right. I should have just sat here and rubbed candy up in my gums this whole time. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. fucked Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Once again. You just like crushed it on a table and snorted it up. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So what do we think, Ian? Is that sufficient? I think so. Would you recommend this album, Scott? All freaking day. I would recommend it as well. I uh, Why aren't you listening to this album yet, everybody? Just I listen think, to it now. I think it's worth listening to. I think um, it's not everyone's cup of tea. I've seen some other reviews, and people don't seem to be enjoying it as much as me. People seem to like it, but I think, hey, if you're new to Pile, start right here. Uh, I think it's the perfect intro to them. Right on. And they've been going on. This is their seventh album, so I think start here and go backward. Um, it's an yep. awesome, awesome album, so. All right, Scott, you want to wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. 
If anybody out there needs to get a hold of us with comments, questions, concerns, or compliments, uh, you can reach us at EarBuddiesPod on all platforms, EarBuddiesPod at gmail.com to reach out to us with something or other. If anybody wants to slide into our DMs, the EarBuddy DMs, uh, shoot us your material. And, yeah. and uh, maybe we'll give it a little listen on the pod, a little critique. Uh, also... We're on Facebook now? We are on Facebook. Also, maybe by the time this is released, we'll get the YouTube thing figured out. So yes. you okay, can so, find us on yeah. YouTube, yeah. So maybe not all platforms, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, I, I think it will be out on YouTube, though. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll shoot for that. If not, sorry. It better fucking happen. <laughs> we want to remind everyone out there to check your diddy, miss. Until next time, this has been Ear Buddies. Bye. This has been another installment of the Ear Buddies podcast. Bye-bye now.